The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the ticket, 93.7. I'm Terrell Farley, the black shirt, and I'm with my main man, Bach, today. And the captain is out. He had an emergency, so he's not in today. I don't know if it's the Pharaohs from yesterday, but <laughs> it's just me and Bach today. And one of the topics I want to talk about right now is A.J. Allen saying he's coming back. Is that a is that a big relief, Bach, to you? Oh, absolutely. I, I, think he's, uh, I think if you were talking about on one side of the ball and the other, you would have said A.J. Allen and Ernest Hausman. Those are the building blocks as far as the, the potential we saw from them in their first season. And uh, obviously losing Ernest Hausman to Michigan, no less, is uh, is a big hit. But A.J. Allen, um, I, you just kind of wonder what his role would have been, what he would have projected as as the season went on. Remember, he was, he was there kind of through that first part when the offense was doing well. And Casey Thompson, of course, going out maybe had a bigger deal to do with it. But um, it's uh, it, it, he's he's a guy that, um, honestly, you can expect him to push Anthony Grant. And Anthony Grant had a heck of a year last year. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if that's necessarily just obvious. You know, Anthony Grant's just going to walk in and start with this new offense, with the new coaching staff getting a look at it. And Anthony Grant's a huge return. Um, so combined, it's just, you know, you've got, you've got a position of strength uh, to lean on, like we said in the in the on the defensive side, that's the secondary. Um, but you know, on the offensive side, I think it's the running backs, uh, and of course, your quarterback room looks pretty good um, with Jeff Sims in, in there as well. So you know, all this, you know, we kind of go through the the losses up front, and it sounds like a doomsday scenario. But there are some bright spots still on this team that maybe can get you over the hump and and at least be the equalizer for some of your deficiencies. Yeah, and it's one thing that probably. Matt Rule inherited that that's already a great room is the running back room. Mm. You got four great running backs. Gabe Urban. You got Ramir Johnson. You got Anthony Grant. You got AJ Allen. That's four that's four great run that's four running backs that's that's played at at, at a high level yeah. at this university. Um, Gabe Irvin was a starter his freshman year. Uh Anthony Grant comes in. Uh Ramir Johnson on the front of the magazine. Uh, now you now you got AJ Allen, who I think is probably the most versatile running back we have. That's in that group. Uh, he came on late, late in the in in the games, but 
he 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 had more power going into the like when he came in. You seen the change of pace. Mm-hmm. You, you seen it it, it, it. it the offense go faster. Um, Anthony Grant different style, more bruising, more more you know more coming at you. Um, AJ Allen is, is a great back coming out the backfield. So you know that that's a that's a great addition because this offense is gonna be you know like like the same offense last year but with a healthier AJ Allen I think this offense clicks a little better I think it 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 it, it can keep a great fast tempo with with AJ Allen you know I'm not nothing against um Anthony Grant because hey he ran for 900 some yards in the in the Big 10 so you know his first year here you know I I just think they complement each other I don't it, it it doesn't matter to me which one starts they're both great backs, and I and but I give AJ a little bit bit more edge of hmm. athlete. I mean his his athleticism. You know how I'm trying to say, it, but yeah, athleticism. Yeah, it, it's a little better to me than than Anthony Grant because of his versatile out of the back, and he's a little more faster, a little more you know swiftier back than than AJ. But I mean, but I mean, but they both are they both are great backs. Now I'm not take take anything away from one of them, but they they're great backs. Yeah, and then like you said, the depth behind them, even with Gabe Irvin and, and Ramir Johnson, uh, I just I, I find this this going to be fascinating. Now, hopefully, none of those guys, um, you know, hit the transfer portal or anything because there is only one ball, and we kind we kind of saw that play out last year, um, where all those guys probably had an argument to get some playing time. They leaned heavily on Anthony Grant. Um, some would say not enough, uh, you know, which is kind of funny because uh, at certain times he wouldn't get the the ball, you know, more than 12, 13 times a, a game, and, and maybe would average five yards and they'd end up losing you kind of think well maybe they should have gave him the ball more um but there's only so much ball to go around of course Jocko Jocko Yant um transferring out he was another piece in there that was you know that had some minutes um and so it, it just it, it, it's fascinating to get a new pair of eyes and, and lots of different eyes, obviously, on in that offensive room um, on this running back room and kind of see how it how it how it plays out. Because Ramir Johnson is a guy I I know he, he dropped that pass against Minnesota or whatever, um, but we saw the year before that's a guy that can that can really help. And, he, and he's, he might not be. You know, he's not maybe going to be a game breaker and all Big Ten potential type of guy, but he's a solid back, a starting type back in the Big Ten. And he just kind of was just kind of wasting away on the bench a little bit last year. So I want to see what the, the new staff kind of thinks. And, and like you said, Gabe Irvin was good enough to, to, to start as a true freshman walking in and, and just hasn't been able to, to maybe bounce back from that injury or whatever happened last year. Um, but, I mean, the depth there is, is very strong. And it just it makes you wonder how how heavily they're going to l- rely on the run game. If if Jeff Sims starts or plays considerable amount of times too, you know that's a that's another running threat out of the backfield, which could open up things for that that running back unit. But I mean, I, I think I, I think Casey's probably obviously got the edge. But um, there's just a lot of versatility within the personnel packages they can throw out there between the running backs and quarterbacks. Well, yeah, the thing about me with the running backs that you got a, you got enough running backs right now to to use those two. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 
two, the two that don't start on kickoff returns, yes, and punt returns. So things we didn't do. I don't, I don't think it's fair for the running backs to to have to sit back there and watch a DB do kickoff returns. You know, why not let them? That's what they're there for. They're running backs. Yeah. So you let them take the punt returns. You let them do the kickoff returns. And you get a defensive backs, you know, you let them run down on kickoff. You know, you get, you let these guys do what they're supposed to do, not what somebody else want to do. So that's my problem with this. And you let these guys get on these special teams and play. You know, don't let them just sit on the back fit. I mean, sit down on the bench and don't feel like they're unwanted because these are guys that will want starters too. You know, they, they – and and these are guys that could have went other colleges. They could have hopped in the portal. They could have went other places, but they didn't. They stuck it out. They've been through – now they they third coaching changes in yeah. less than a year. So, you know, now now these guys have been loyal to do. Now you be loyal to these guys and, and figure out a way to get all these guys carries or, or make it, you know, where everybody's happy. And somebody – you know, I know it's only two that – can play the game, you know, that can really get take the amount big, yeah. of handoffs that we we probably going to give them. But, you know, you got to make, make those third and fourth string guys happy on punt teams, punt returns, and things like that. Just don't let them sit and just not, not being used. Well, and it's interesting, too, as we as we talk about the positionless offense, or at least that idea uh, for Marcus Satterfield. And I don't – I don't again, I don't know how much that's going to play into it because I – I just don't want to be burnt again because I heard all about that from Ramir Johnson with last year's staff, and then it didn't play out, and they, you know, they just didn't use him really in the in that in that way. Um, but it does kind of make you think. Without Trey Palmer, you don't have a game breaker at wide receiver, and, and so we're talking about the running back and quarterback room kind of being strengths. The wide receiver room um, has some work to do, at least to 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 kind of you know kind of like that defensive front to to prove themselves uh, before you can say they're a strength of the team. And while that is the case, you wonder if, you know, this this kind of physical brand of football that they want to bring in, maybe you could flex Ramirez out to the edges. And, you know, he was a guy that on the on the kickoff units was on the front lines. He, you know, he's willing to be the blocking type. Uh, so maybe he can kind of set the edge for you out there. Um, I don't know if that translates with Gabe Irvin, if he's a backup, but I mean, he's a, he's a big, you know, a big physical type runner as well. Um, so maybe they could get a little bit more out of, out of them. If you, if, if you flex them out here and there, but again, like you said, there's, you know, as much as it would be nice to see everybody get, you know, as many carries as they want. It, there's only one ball. There's only so many touches that can go around. It's the majority. The line share is going to go uh, to the first two running backs, and and maybe that will be Ramir Johnson or Gabe Irvin by the time they're done. Again, it's it's it, it's a it's it's going to be a healthy competition back there, and it's just it's it's at least. Uh, you know, as Matt Rule inherits this team, and, and he says all these guys are my players. There's, it's nice that to have a room that doesn't need patchwork. It doesn't need you to quickly find something to fix it. I mean, and you know, they did that with with the the addition of uh, of Jeff Scott at, at the center position, um, and I think that that's great. I mean, and he came in saying, "I'm going to be a center." You know, he played some tackles. Nebraska needs a tackle. He said, I'm, I'm a center I'm, because that's my that's my look at the next level. Where I transfer, I want to play center so that I can, you know, be that guy at the next level. Uh, and he's a big guy. And so, you know, obviously as we talk about this running back position, a big part of that is what you're going to get out of that offensive line. Do you feel – I mean, Donovan Riola was surprising uh, retainment for a lot of people, but the I, I guess part of the benefit of keeping him around from the previous staff is that you could see it as the, the foundation is set. This is not, uh, you know – 
with that offensive line being the problem. It's not a brand new coach again with a you know all the uh, a different uh, philosophy and all that. They the, the offensive line, which I think again improved over last season, not to be the pipeline days, not to be one of the best in the Big Ten. Don't get me wrong, but improvement is you know is you know Rome wasn't built in a day that you just got to kind of see that play out. Uh, now the addition there. I could, I, I mean, it, it's just, I, I could see this being more of the style that Nebraska fans uh, appreciate a little bit more, which is a little more run heavy with this group of running backs. Again, a lot of it will depend on who gets the starting job at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I could see um, Jeff Sims, you know, running the RPO or whatever they call that. And with, then you could put A.J. Allen in, in that slot and you could have him come in motion and, and, and let um, – Anthony Grant be your premier back back there, and you know mm. you can run some some sets like that. But I still think it's Casey's job to. I still think it's Casey's job. You know, I know Jeff yeah. Sims coming him, and I mean we could do a lot of packages with him, and that's and that's a benefit to the team. You know, it, it, to have that Wildcat series come in like every every two series or something like that, every other two series, and just get a different spark if we need it. Um, I think it's great. You know, I think the offensive line is. Really shaping up, you know the the guy we got over the weekend. I don't know much about him. Uh, where was he from? Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the one. He's going to play center. He's six five. He's a big guy. Okay. Uh, he's so, played some tackle. But. So I mean, and you build around that. I mean, you get these guys, and, and, and if you, and if you got to move guys from guard to tackle or from tackle to guard, you do that. And 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 I think, like they said, people always have said, move Benhart to what tackle. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been playing some tackle. Corcoran played some center last year. Um, it, it, uh, Prohaska coming back would be huge. And, again, that's another part of it, too, is you lost some of your best players just kind of throughout the season or before the season. Norton Noelle coming back maybe could take a, a spot at guard. Um, and then if Prohaska takes a spot at tackle – you know, then then there's kind of limited positions with a new center coming in. So, um, you know, who's gonna who's gonna fight for those that other guard and tackle spot? Oh yeah, that's that's a good thing. You know, we need. I mean, I think that's that's great. We, we need we need that competition though. We need somebody to push these guys because if they don't have anybody to push them, then they won't develop into the the linemen we need them to develop in. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to The Captain here on 93.7 The Ticket. Once again, The Captain is out, and I, I kept calling Ben Scott Jeff Scott because that's another football name that's invited. But it's Ben Scott, the, the center transfer uh, from Arizona State. Uh, it, it's always a learning process for us, too. <laughs> I, I kind of felt that with the basketball team this year uh, with all the new players. I, I think it's kind of funny. At first, the first few games, you're just kind of like, ah, looking down at your roster. And then a few games in, you're like, I know these guys. Like, they've been here playing for, like, three years. So we'll get it. We'll get it adjusted. We'll get it right. But we'll We'll be back here on The Captain in just a few minutes on 93.7 The Ticket.